Hello, hello, my traveling goddesses. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. If you hear that sound, you know what I'm shaking. That's my iced coffee. It is a beautiful day out here. And you know what? I'm just, I can't complain. I want to send you some love and also I'm sending you a strong voice and obviously I'll get into that here in a minute but as always grab something that soothes your soul and let's dive in. Okay so it is spring as we all know. If you told me last week that it was going to be this freaking nice I wouldn't have believed you because It's usually April showers bring May flowers and it really, the weather has not been holding back when it has like come to like doom and gloom. Last week, it was so gloomy for no freaking reason, like not even a huge rainstorm. I was so disappointed. Um, And I guess I, I eat my own words for here, like for a second, because we did go out to eat last week and there was a really cool lightning and thunderstorm. So you know what? I'm just not going to complain. I, I'm i just going to take it for what it is. Anyway, I know technically uh, spring was like officially on March 20th, but the weather is literally catching up finally with the word of spring and I absolutely love it. I know everybody else does too, unless you're truly like a winter person. Um, but how are you? How are you feeling? What are you up to? Are you achieving your goals? Are you making things happen? Are you crossing things off your list? And like, what's going on in your life? Obviously, I know you can't like answer me, but like say it out loud, manifest whatever it is you are doing in your life right now. I really, really, truly hope only the best things in life and if life is is tough right now or it feels super tough. I just want to be that person to tell you that I am so proud of you no matter what you might be going through. So to segue into that in my intro this week, I mentioned that I'm sending you a strong voice. And obviously I must explain because that could just mean a multitude of things, right? (laughs) So in the world of speaking up and out about how I personally feel, um, things that I want to do and the confidence behind the answers that I provide, um, that has been a serious struggle for me for a really long time. And I know a lot of people could probably empathize with me on this level. However, As a child, I was always referred to as the passive one, which didn't really affect me much then because I didn't really comprehend what that word meant. But now as I fully understand the word, I kind of freaking hate it (laughs) because by definition, passive means accepting or allowing what happens or what others do without active response or resistance. So possibly being labeled this is... um possibly because of always being labeled as this. This is where my resilient side comes from. Like the irony in that is a little hilarious, right? Um, I know growing up, the word was not supposed to be like offensive. It was just supposed to be more of like, oh, she's my quiet one. She's the creative one, but doesn't really speak up much because she's shy. Essentially though, the shy one would have been a lot better use of words. 
however, the word has stuck with me over the years. And sometimes I find myself like not speaking up about something or just kind of being shy in a moment of where I need to raise my voice and be like, hey, actually, I don't like that. Or hey, actually, that isn't cool. So this is your, this is a sign from the universe, from me, from whatever you want to say. Not even a sign. This is just like a reminder. Uh, As an adult, speaking up and about, up and out about the things I just mentioned has not only been a challenge for me, but has been a challenge for a lot of other people and something that we all probably continue to face. Um, so if it was one of your goals or a resolution or just like an everyday mantra, like, hey, I have a strong voice, I'm going to speak up, I'm going to say what's on my mind today. Uh, I know it's been on my inspo board of goals and such and I really have been able to almost fully cross that off my goal list of speaking up more. And what's also ironic, not to, you know, go off trial too much, is my horoscope that day read, try to say what you really mean. <laughs> and it was like the world is was telling me that. And I was like, obviously, if the world's telling me that, I have to tell, you know, my listeners that this is an important message and I feel like we all tend to be a little bit more reserved or we were like, oh, I don't want to say this because, excuse me, I don't want to offend somebody or, you know, I don't want to say this because maybe like the rest of the group doesn't agree with me. We weren't put on this earth to be like everybody else. That's the beauty of being an individual. That's the beauty of being human. Like we were put on this earth to have differing opinions and ideas and motivations. And that's what makes us unique is the differences we have and the ability to talk about it in like a totally chill conversation. Just because you don't agree with something doesn't mean you have to like go crazy about it. Like, no, you better listen to me. Although I do understand that coming from that angle as well. So With all that said, the point being, we need to hold that power. We need to take that power back and we need to be able to speak out about something we like or we don't like, and we all have to do more of it. It is something that we all must do. So like I said, whatever it is that you're holding back on or you feel like you can't get a word in edgewise make sure you practice that. Make sure you amp yourself up. And the next time something is said or done or whatever the scenario is, make sure you you put confidence behind your answer and you speak up. So yeah, that was a whirlwind of <laughs> a whirlwind of everything. So with that, uh, along with that slice of pizza, I didn't want to say pizza, but I really wanted to because pizza sounds good. So I'm sorry if you're hungry right now. Uh, Nonetheless, we must focus on what we want, how to say it and practice it, like I said, if that helps. So I'm sending you right now the power to have a strong and totally heard voice. It is so, so important. Okay, so I hope that reached y'all in a positive form as that is the way that it was intended to be, just to be more confident in your answers 
and the statements you say. Okay, so on to some book recommendations. I'm still currently reading The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And it is such a fun novel. Well, not fun, but like mystery wise, it's very captivating. Uh, It just keeps like literally like peeling back these layers into like this crazy in-depth detail and the character development is so freaking good. So I love that one so far. Definitely check it out if you haven't. Also going to be on Hulu soon as a series. I think it was Hulu. Yeah. Um, also just, just a shout out to allergies, how you are ruining my life right now. Um, my nose is dripping. (laughs) My nose is dripping. My cough is, I don't know. Uh, someone should make a rap about it. I don't know. Uh, but I feel like I'm wheezing. So if it sounds like I'm like, (gasps) it's because I am (laughs) because allergies. Um, and let's see, show wise, I must say, I, I am a fan of Love is Blind. <laughs> I've only seen the US version. And yes, I've seen every season. Um, I know a lot of viewers would agree with me today that the way they edited this current season is so freaking obvious. Like, it is so bad. It like, cuts off some of the people's sentences and even the scene changes and then nothing fully adds up. Like one minute there are takeout boxes and wine glasses and then the next there isn't, but they're like still allegedly having the same conversation. So even though I enjoy the show, it's been kind of hard to watch this season just because of the editing. I'm like, literally you just lip dubbed her. Like what the hell? Um, right now, I think my favorite couple is Brett and Tiffany by far love them. Um, I love Chelsea because she's just like a strong, independent, confident woman. She comes on pretty strong, but I think that comes from a good place of confidence and knowing what she wants. And I think that's beautiful. Um, the other girls I really enjoy too, but those are definitely my top two. Like couple is definitely, uh, well, it's. Chelsea and Kwame. Um, and he's a pretty cool down to earth guy, but I feel like he needs to treat Chelsea better. Anyway, um, we're going to take a quick musical break before this whole episode becomes a love is blind review. (laughs) Okay. So today we are diving into exactly what you came here for. Ta-da! Uh, or I should like do drum roll instead of ta-da. So anyway, uh, we are diving into five steps you can take today to fully engage your spring goddess. Ooh, I love that sentence because inside we are all goddesses and we have the power to shine and just this radiating positive energy. We all have the power to, to show the world. So As always, first thing first, grab some colorful pens and paper to get creative and let's write down and manifest some spring, spring things. So first thing first, figure out what you want to lead each day with. This is so, so important. And of course, I'm going to, you know, input my little personal stories here. 
Um, as much as it pains me to say, I wake up at 5.20, a.m. every day. And if you know me, you know that I used to like not wake up before 11 a.m. <laughs> and now I'm over here like, yeah, I woke up this morning and didn't have coffee at all and left to go to work. And I was like kind of okay, but like not really because it took four cups of coffee to wake up today, which given I did not sleep great last night. But nonetheless, it continues to get easier and easier day by day. And it's not, it's definitely not due to the mornings being like so magical and wonderful, but it is due to the routine I have been conditioning myself on. So it begins really the night before. It begins with a good night routine and finishes in the morning when it all comes together. I would say most nights I will ideally have my sleepy time tea, the celestial little bear with the cute little like nightcap on. Um, and I'll sit and I'll knit for a bit. <laughs> so apparently some rhyming too. <laughs> um, and then I'll go and I'll stretch a little before I do my meditation and set my intentions. And then I attempt to read for 10 to 20 minutes. Sometimes that's just like the book falling on my face because I'm already super relaxed and tired. And other nights it's like staying up a little past 20 minutes to finish a chapter. So whatever it may be, I usually always um, set my phone to nature sounds and then do like the auto stop playing in like 30 minutes. And then I go to bed. Do I always get a like amazing night's sleep? No, no, I don't because I'm a human being. Um, but when I wake up, though, I grab my clothes that I lay out the night before, brew some coffee and bike to work. Recently, it's been driving to work because that's just how it how it be some days. So anyway, what is so great about this, Sophia? Like, what is so cool is probably what you're thinking. Uh, the thing is, is for success. I set myself up for success, even though every day might not be the best day or the easiest day to wake up. Some mornings are extremely difficult like this morning because I didn't get the best night's sleep, even though I did my little night shindig routine, right? However, for the most part, doing my night routine and my morning routine and then starting my day with those positive intentions leads me to have a very productive day. Going to work with a positive mindset or wherever my day begins, I use my daily mantra. And right now that is the, I am the luckiest girl and everything works out in my favor. And a lot of the times I will change how I say it. Um, but for the most part, it's affirming myself of this mindset that truly helps. And it really like adds to my day to become brighter and just like that constant reaffirmation. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, I am the luckiest girl and everything works out in my favor. Some days it truly feels like that. It really does. Like some days work is so freaking good. I come home and I'm like, hell yeah. Some days it's not, but you know what? Not every day is supposed to be good, you know, but it is about how you turn that day around. Like give yourself like maximum three minutes. I say three because that's my favorite number and it's 2023. So why not give yourself three minutes to be like upset about something 
And if you, and I read this quote somewhere, if you think about what makes you upset in that moment, think about how you will feel a couple hours from now and if that will still affect you. And if it won't, let it go. So just really changing that mindset is so, so important. So number one to springing into your best self is your mindset. What is your mindset? What is your motive? What do you want out of each day? And write down a mantra to help affirm that every freaking morning. Like literally, uh, it's like it really, it sets the intention for the day. All right. So with that, we're going to move into number two. I want to make sure if you are listening to this episode and you are doing this to spring into your best self, like make sure you're writing it down. I prefer writing it down on sticky notes or getting like a 99 cent piece of poster board or get super creative. And if you have like a box lying around that you're going to throw away anyway, take that box and write it on the cardboard. Or if you're at a cafe, oh, Camden says hi. (laughs) Uh, write it on a napkin, just wherever you write it, where you can remember to see it. So moving into number two, it's nourishing your body, baby. So this is such a huge one. This is something that sometimes we forget to do, especially if we're working all day. I am not innocent to this. It has taken me quite some time to actually be comfortable with this routine. But essentially, it is in your well-being. It is nourishment, it is providing healthy choices for your body, for your mind, for your soul, and I'm sure you've seen social media uh, posts about drinking a gallon of water and making sure to do this routine and that routine, blah, 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 but honestly, push all that shit away and think about just a couple things for a moment. What makes you happy, what makes your day better, and what nourishes your soul? What makes you feel better after you do it? You know, of course, I hope it's not like drugs or alcohol, like nothing bad, but like what is good that makes you feel good. You know, obviously after you have a sip of wine, you're like, oh yeah, I feel good. But like, honestly, like realistically, what is it for me? Like I said, it begins with my morning. Well, actually my night, but it begins with washing my face to help wake up those sleepy eyes, drinking my coffee, a little bit of stretching and biking to work. When I work past the morning shift, I make sure to bring a protein shake and limit my caffeine intake. Uh, Well, usually. (laughs) Uh, Recently, I have found a new love for Earl Grey tea. (laughs) It is my jam, y'all. It has a little bit of caffeine. So sometimes instead of having two cups of coffee or more, I mean, I did just confess I had four cups of coffee today. So I'm trying. I'm trying. It's a work in progress. Um. Sometimes instead of having another, you know, cup of coffee, I will just switch to the Earl Grey tea. Excuse me. Um, at work, we also have this absolutely fabulous honey lavender syrup. And I usually put a little bit of that in the Earl Grey tea. And then it's just like a magical, magical combination. And it makes me happy and I feel good after drinking it. So something like that. What brings happiness to your day? Is it that routine? If you don't like that word, which I don't, I find it annoying and I've said it probably like 17 times already. However, maybe it's just like this, these different steps you're going through throughout your day that makes you feel better. 
And it's those little things. You know, we used to make, or not used to, like people probably still do, make fun of other people for doing small little things like, um, I don't know, like maybe it's carrying pocket, uh, like a little thing of uh, tissues around. Like if that makes you feel more comfortable, then everyone else can fuck off. Like that brings happiness to you. That's what matters. Um, making sure to drink water. Absolutely. But also nourishing your body with food that is fuel and not making you sleepy. Um, I personally, I feel like a lot of people can understand this as well. I find if I even have a handful of fries, my body is like, oh my gosh, let's take a nap right now. Um, given like maybe five or six years ago, I could like go off of that. But now I'm like, no, my body is storing those carbs and it's not a good storage. It's like, a, am going to sit here and then like essentially turn to fat. Um, and first I'm going to make you take a nap. <laughs> so you really pay for those high uh, carb foods as you get older. They don't lie about that. Um, so fries versus like a salad with protein that tends to sit a lot better. So number two is nourishing your body. What helps you nourish you and makes you feel good after you have done it? Write it down. Also, it is now officially window unit season. So if you have a window unit, you totally understand that AC is totally kicking on in high gear. So lots of noise you hear in the background, if you can hear it at all. So moving on to do, 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 number three. Yes. Okay. Sleep and exercise, baby. So after working two doubles back to back last week, I obviously was exhausted all over from like mentally to physically to just emotionally because dealing with people, let's be real, is really exhausting some days. Even though there were like really cool customers, it was still a lot on my body. So uh, as I got home, Jared could tell and he reminded me like, hey, babe, you you need to rest up more. You've been like really tired this past week. And I think maybe you should get some more rest. I was like, you're so right. Thank you. And as I agreed, I also found it incredibly sweet when somebody, you know, notices that. Uh, however, he is the king of a quick nap, which I have been trying to implement into my life. However, some days it is so much easier said than done. And like, for instance, yesterday I tried to take a nap and it ended up being like almost a 40 minute nap. And honestly, if I didn't wake up, I would probably sleep all night. And like that, not just because I was like super tired, but just because that's what my body does. It's like, oh, we're sleeping. Okay. We're going into hibernation station, you know? So trying to implement a nap has been a new thing for me. And it's been really great when it has happened. Like today I took a nap for about 20 minutes and it worked out really well. And I don't know, some days it, it differs. However, our bodies need and literally crave that rest. And a huge part of sleeping well is nourishment and exercise for sure. And as I mentioned in the number one, five tips, uh, I found creating a peaceful night routine helps immensely to get into that sleepy mindset. If you can do the 20 minute nap, then more power to you. It is absolutely great. What I tend to do is I will set a timer for the nap and then allow yourself to rest and wake up when that timer goes off. Seems pretty cut and dry, pretty simple, but you'd be surprised how hard it is to take a nap 
and then actually wake up from that nap wanting to like do shit. Uh, I have found if since I work so early in the morning, if I come home, go to the gym and then take a nap, it's almost like a new day when I wake up and I'm like, oh, I took a nap. I did work and the gym and now I can like do the rest of my errands now. Like I'm not totally hating waking up early. It's just like the concept of waking up when it's still dark is just, it's a lot to take in. So the rest part in combination with exercise, I don't think I need to say much here, except I don't know anyone that has felt like super awful after going to the gym. That is, that's that. Uh, not only does the gym release those positive endorphins, but it's also going to give you that overall serotonin boost, which we need to maintain our well-being and overall happiness. The gym is actually also a huge promoter which a lot of people don't know, is creating new brain cells, which is the best place to improve our cognitive functions. So if that is not like a pull to go exercise, not just like to the gym, but just to exercise in general, like I don't know what is. Uh, speaking of the gym or like I said, just any really exercise, any really any physical exercise uh, that is increasing your heart rate is going to help improve your overall focus and concentration while decreasing doo, 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 your anxiety and depression, baby. So literally, even if it's like 20 to 30 minutes a day, figure out what time works best for you and get a move in. Because anytime I see like I don't know, this might sound kind of crazy, but anytime I see like an older person that is like kind of struggling a little bit to walk or like seems like, you know, you can just tell that they have like been through a lot. It motivates me to take care of my body because I want to make sure that I am able to be one of those 75 year olds doing yoga and posting it on social media. Like I strive to be an active elderly person. So it pains me to see older people in pain. Um, but then there's also this part of me that is like, I don't want to end up like that. So I want to be motivated now to be the best version of myself. And that works as an inter external motivator for me as well. And I know that a lot of people have different motivation, mot motivators like that. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I, it's just something that, that works for me. So number three is sleep and exercise. Um, ask yourself, is my sleep schedule like doing well for me or do I need to make changes to increase my overall well-being? And on the terms of exercise, are you moving your body at all besides work? If not, when can you truly implement a routine? And this doesn't have to be like some scientific, like specifically coordinated, like crazy spreadsheet of stuff. It just needs to be something that you're consistent on, something to where you're moving your body. Find an activity you love to do and do that. Like it is so much more fun to like enjoy what you're doing. Like some people play tennis or do they do Zumba um, or CrossFit or going to the gym to lift, excuse me, lift weights, like whatever your jam is, figure it out and do it because you'll thank yourself. Absolutely.
So one other thing on that topic of the number three, sleep and exercise, I also find a really great motivation to be people my age, like succeeding at different workouts or dances and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, if they could do it, I can do it. And same with like seeing that 75 year old doing yoga and all that fun stuff. I'm like, holy crap, if they can do that, like I can definitely like use my body and put it to work and do some cool moves like they're doing. Like no excuses. Like that is something I really find inspiring is watching other people succeed. I'm like, holy crap, like that makes me feel better and motivates me to want to do that as well. So find that hook, find that inspiration. Um, and it, I think it really does make a difference. So moving on to number four, affirmations and how you speak to yourself. So, you know what? Like, I hate to even like say the sentence when like sometimes I look in the mirror and I say the same things, but it, it has to be said. Like, we should be so done with calling ourselves fat or ugly or just anything cruel. Our bodies are much like plants. Uh, they feel and hear those words that you speak. So if you're going to go around calling yourself those negative words, our bodies then begin to feel those words. Instead, use some thought-stopping techniques. And for every negative thought that you have crossed your mind, if it's like fully played out, think of three positive things about yourself and from there, we, as a team, can train our brain to think kindly of yourself rather than negatively. 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 Wow. Words are hard today. So training your brain with that thought-stopping technique is really important. Uh, I think one of my biggest things is like my stomach area. I'm like, oh man, like I look kind of fat today or not even fat, just like chubby. And I'll be like, okay, that's like mean. Like I can't tell myself that when I'm like going to the gym all the time. Like that's literally not healthy. Like that's not like keeping up with my daily affirmations or anything like that. So just changing the direction and what and how you think and how you reaffirm these things in your mind, it really does help. So with that, number uh, f- four, yeah, number four, <laughs> number four, what are those three positive affirmations you can remind yourself of? One thing that really helps is writing it down. Uh, if you don't have sticky notes, literally go to the dollar store uh, and get some because they help so much. I love writing little sticky notes on the mirror to remind me. And something I used to do is write a bunch of sticky notes, like motivational quotes, affirmations, put them on the back of my front door. And then before I leave the house, I'll take one of those. And that will be like my quote of the day or the affirmation of the day. And instead of having like cards that you have, uh, like they have like certain card decks and like self-care uh, cards, instead of having something like that, you like physically have this thing. And like, if you're going to drive or like you're going to the gym or whatever it is, you can like stick it to the back of your phone case. You can stick it on your steering wheel or like by your air vent. Like it's just a really nice reminder and you know that it is like coming from a good place because you made it yourself. So do something like that. Do something special for yourself like that to remind yourself of the positive attributes you do have 
and that you are not your negative thoughts. So write it down. And coming in at number five on the charts of getting your shit together. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, number five, though, is clean and positive flowing space. I am definitely a contributing factor to messes. And I don't mean like a gross mess. I mean like I'm trying to pick out an outfit and I throw a couple different clothes around and then I don't put them away. Or like I'll be in the family room and I'll have my knitting out and then I'll be like, you know what? It's fine. I just leave it there. And then it like continues to stay there. So not like a gross mess, but just like clutter, you know? So this one, it's just so true to the core, even though sometimes I don't fully do it. Like I just, you know, disclaimed. <laughs> However, a clean space is seriously so essential in creating a positive flow in your life. Uh, I don't, I, I want to exclaim that it isn't just because I'm the queen of a messy room. However, I like literally always always, always, always feel better after a clean space, after just like physically cleaning it as well. My ideal space in my mind is clean. Everything is put away and like everything is tidy. The floors are clean. The tables are cleared off. You like walk into this like perfectly just like boho hippie aesthetic type apartment plants everywhere, yada, yada, yada. But the real, the reality of the situation is we're all human. We live in our houses. Like they're supposed to be a little cluttery, but not like always how I leave them. <laughs> um, well, you know, when everything is put away, it does make me happy. And then I have more room for stuff like yoga and meditation, uh, painting, like legitimately anything I love to do. Um, like just making sure you put everything back where you found it. Uh, you know, on social media, I just keep throwing social media out there because it is such like a huge part of the country right now, just like the world in general. Like anything we do, I feel like we can't have a conversation without bringing some type of social media into a conversation anymore. It's crazy. However, there is, um, I can't remember the podcast exactly. I'll have to share it, but he says to anything you take out, put away immediately. And you're training your brain to like maintain that clean space. And you're training your brain to put things away where they're supposed to right after immediate use. And it could be as simple as making a cup of coffee instead of leaving your cup of coffee or your, uh, cup in the sink literally just wash it out right then and there and it's done with. And, you know, procrastination is something that a lot of us tend to do. And in a way, I feel like being kind of messy. Yeah, you might be a little bit more creative or you might not. Um, but like the essence of a messy room, once you clean it all up, it makes sense. I used to get so mad though when my mom would come in and like clean everything up and be like, you need to clean your room. I'm like, but then I don't know where anything is. Like in the mess, I could find one single item that I would remember where exactly it was. So anyway, um, like right now we have a puzzle in the middle of the room on our coffee table that we're finishing and we couldn't do that if like there was a bunch of shit on the table. So 
figure it out. I know it's super difficult if you're a messy gal. Trust me, I get it. (laughs) However, figure out what section of the house you want to clean either that day or even if you just want to organize a part of the house. Literally just do one section at a time. Put on some fun music, make a tea or coffee or a glass of wine and just get to it. Just fucking do the thing. Um, Another thing is feng shui. It's the positive art of placement of furniture and um, it just allows positive flow through your house. Everything has a specific like place in the house. Everything has a specific corner and different parts of your house like amplify different parts of your life. And it's so beautiful. And I strongly believe in feng shui. And right now, like our house is not feng shui at all because our apartment's a little quirky in that way. And that's no excuse. There's definitely many ways we could, you know, uh, alternate that. However, in my old apartment, we are, uh, I made sure to like feng shui it. And it was just like this positive flow of energy. I felt like, you know, with, you'll have to look it up and I'll definitely like post a couple different links. But for instance, if you are familiar with it, I, I think that's great. Um, for instance, like flowing water, uh, feng shui always has like a source of like a waterfall flowing water in the house to make it peaceful, serene, like everything in your life flows effortlessly. So just implementing these different colors, things like, books and art and just all this fun stuff and it's it really does feel like it flows better once it's properly feng shui so that's something to look into if you haven't before um yeah so clean your space and your mind might actually clear up too i as i was doing my podcast today i was also going through like my winter clothes putting those away and then putting out my summer clothes and even the exchange of just like cleaning out some stuff from the closet felt really nice. And that was just like a small section of the house. And here in a week or so, I'm going to have to go through like a bunch of shit because your girl is about to go on a journey. That's going to be a couple years. (laughs) So with that being said, what space is a mess in your house? Make a date with yourself or your partner and clean that shit up. It's not going to take much time or maybe it will, but you will feel so much better after. Uh, I personally love redoing the family room. It's always a fun like change up and I love changing up the flow of furniture and placement of plants. Anytime it's like watering plant day, I'll take all the babies to the sink. I'll water them and then once they're like ready to be placed back out, I'll change it up and I'll put like a different plant by the window and then one over here. It's just something fun to make it a little bit more like it's like you changed a bunch of stuff, but really you just moved a plant to the right side. Um, Another thing is moving your furniture once in a while. Uh, Our couch has a like a chase lounge, but it's reverse or uh, not reversible interchangeable so it can go on the left or right side recently we changed it to the right side and it surprisingly opened up the room with just one small change so figure out that change if you don't like it you can move it back that's the cool thing about moving stuff um but yeah just uh figure out what it is and change it up change it up 
And that's a wrap, y'all. Thank you so much for coming in and listening to this week's episode. And hopefully this helped you kind of better organize what you need to do to spring into your best self. No better time than yesterday, but we are here today in the present doing the things and making a difference. So if any of these have helped you in any way, shape or form, please share the love share the podcast, and make sure to like, subscribe, and if you haven't already, leave a review. I would love to know your thoughts on not just this episode, but any of the episodes I put out. So until next week, y'all stay beautiful, and I hope you have a sunshiny weekend. Bye! But wait, there's more. If you aren't following me on social media, then what are you doing? Follow me on Instagram and on the TikTok at the Traveling Goddess 33, where you can see up-to-date content that follows each and every episode. Until then, I will see you guys later. Bye.